U.S. jobless claims beat expectations. We go over the latest macroeconomic data. Moderna CEO sells out big time. We cover the biggest analyst calls of the day. Warren Buffett continues to pick up Occidental Petroleum shares. Amazon closes their deal to buy MGM Studios. And Spotify is getting prepared to enter the NFT industry. This is the Running With The Money Briefing. Let's get into it. What is up and welcome to another episode of the Running With The Money Briefing. And we are back, guys. We are back. And it is another day in the market. It's a beautiful Thursday afternoon. You take a look at what the indexes are doing. And, well, we have a bit of mixed results. We have the Dow Jones up six points, NASDAQ up five points, and the S&P 500 up six points. So pretty much flat across the board at the moment. It'll be interesting to see how we close today. But either way, we have to get into the biggest headlines of the day. And the first one is U.S. jobless claims. So initial filings for unemployment insurance, those coming in at 214000 for the week ending March 12th. So a solid number there, beating the estimate of 220000 and representing a decline of 15000 from the previous week. So a solid um, beat there of expectations when it comes to U.S. jobless claims. Now, the four-week moving average of U.S. jobless claims, that came in at 223000 falling 8750 And continuing claims, which... By the way, runs a week behind, so we have to note that. But that also fell by 71,000 to 1.42 million, which is the lowest level we have seen in continuing claims since February 21 of 1970. So definitely um, a labor market that is not looking all too bad. Definitely a competitive one and definitely a labor market that is tightening. Now, also... Shifting into a few other macro details, we also got today housing starts. Those totaled 1.77 million, which beat the estimate of 1.7 million. So a beat on housing starts and also building permits coming in at 1.86 million, beating the expectation of 1.85 million. So a lot of macro data beating the expectation today. Now, shifting into this headline out of Moderna's CEO, Stefan Bankel, Well, what in the world is he doing? Well, since the beginning of the pandemic, since the beginning of 2020, really, he has sold $408 million in company stock, Moderna stock. Now, it is important to note that on average per week, that's $3.6 million. And this was all done through a 10 v 51 stock plan that was adopted. We should note this. It was adopted in 2018, before even the pandemic started and Moderna stock went on an epic run to the upside. So he is selling all of this pre-planned really through this 10B51 plan. And really what the 10B51 allows you to do is it is an SEC plan that allows executives of major companies like Moderna, um, a CEO, to sell stock and not be under um, insider trading suspicions is in essence what this allows executives to do. Now, in total, the CEO of Moderna, Stefan Bankel, he sold more than 2.8 million shares since late January of 2020, according to CNBC, Bloomberg, and other sources. So, big time selling out of Moderna's CEO. Many are saying, oh no, this is not great, but... At the same time, this was all pre-planned. CEOs continually sell stock, especially when they go on huge runs to the upside. So 
Some people taking this personally saying, wow, this might reflect, you know, his thoughts on the company. Others saying, no, this is just pre-planned. He has all of these shares. He's selling them and he should. Um, there's a lot of different views when it comes to CEOs selling shares. But either way, it is something to know and it was a major headline on the day. Now, shifting into the biggest analyst calls of the day, we had Wells Fargo reiterating Nike as overweight. The firm went on to say, quote, when the company reports, we expect a reiteration of the plus MSD mid single digits full year 2022 revenue outlook, but that investors will likely be left with questions at least in the near term around the European trajectory into full year 2023. So Wells Fargo basically saying, look, we expect um, some solid mid single digit full year 2022 revenue outlook. And we also expect, hopefully, to get some commentary um, alongside questions when it comes to the European trajectory um, in full year 2023. So really, they're kind of questioning outlook still. It'll be interesting to see what Nike drops when it comes to guidance and how the stock entirely reacts. Now, another call out of Wells Fargo today, they reiterated Bank of America as a top pick. The firm went on to say, quote, While we are not completely adopting the Fed's hawkish outlook in our models, we increase our Bank of America EPS given it has one of the best rate risk reward profiles in our universe. So essentially what Wells Fargo is saying here is, look, guys, we expect interest rates to move to the upside and Bank of America is going to really um, see a great risk reward when it comes to those rates increasing. Basically, they're saying, look, we're looking at Fed actions and Bank of America is going to handle it quite well. Now, shifting into Morgan Stanley, reiterating Tesla as overweight. Morgan Stanley going on to say, quote, We see tremendous potential for fully autonomous vehicles to transform mobility and save countless lives. We are bullish on autonomous vehicles, just not so fast. We feel investor expectations for near-term adoption and commercialization are too high. So, Morgan Stanley, they like Tesla, they like autonomous vehicles, but they believe that a lot of investors expecting super fast changes with autonomous vehicles and expect them to be on the streets in no time. Well, they expect uh, that those expectations are a bit too exuberant and too high. Now, shifting into Evercore ISI, reiterating Netflix as in line. Yes, that's right, in line. Now, Evercore ISI went on to say, quote, if content is king, Netflix wears the crown. This is why we believe Netflix remains a top choice in any household streaming bundle. Among the power streamers that watch Netflix, Disney Plus, and Amazon Prime Video, Netflix continues to lead in content quality with increasing ratings for the fourth quarter in a row, while Disney Plus has declined for the fourth quarter in a row. So, Evercore ISI, not really going off, you know, all of the typical metrics like subscription editions or users, but actually going off of content ratings and saying, look, guys, if content's king, Netflix is the best at producing the best content, and they're clearly winning on that front, and therefore, we like the stock. They reiterated it as in line today. Now, Morgan Stanley upgrading Norwegian Cruise Line to equal weight from underweight. A nice upgrade there. The firm went on to say, quote, we see potential for NCLH, Norwegian Cruise Line, stock to outperform as we move past COVID restrictions with strong pent-up demand and pricing. However, risk include a potential COVID resurgence, high fuel prices, and leverage and exposure to Europe. So, Morgan Stanley outlining both the good and the bads here. They're saying, look, we like the fact that all these COVID restrictions are coming off, at least here in the United States. We like the fact that COVID is starting to fade away, but the COVID resurgence in Asia is not great when it comes to risk 
We see these high fuel prices as a risk, but overall, we like the stock for the longer term. Now, we also had Piper Stanley reiterating Coinbase as overweight today. Piper Stanley went on to say, quote, Coinbase's dedicated focus to crypto and the surrounding ecosystem is a significant competitive advantage. So Piper Sandler likes to focus at a Coinbase on the cryptocurrency industry. And then our final analyst call of the day is Bank of America reiterating American Express as a buy. Bank of America going on to say, quote, American Express is focused on becoming more embedded with its existing U.S. SME customer base. It is geared to seize the secular shift from check to digital payments. So Bank of America liking the advancement over at American Express, liking their continued shifts, or at least they're starting to shift into the digital payment space. Now, shifting out of the biggest analyst calls of the day, we have Warren Buffett scooping up even more Occidental Petroleum stock, another billion bucks worth of it to be exact. So Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett Fund, purchased another 18.1 million shares of Occidental Petroleum for nearly a billion dollars over the first three days of this week. Yeah, you heard it correctly, this week. And that is according to the latest SEC filings. Now, due to the amount of shares that Berkshire Hathaway has, they have to report how much they own or their most recent recent purchases after two days of a purchase. So they have to report this much quicker than if they were in a basically in another category of holdings. But looking at what they paid on really just this block here, they paid roughly an average of 54.41 for these shares coming out to a total of $985 million for the shares that were purchased this week. So 18.1 million more shares purchased of Occidental Petroleum for an average of 54.41 per share, which totaled roughly 985 million bucks. This brings the total amount of shares that Berkshire owns of Occidental Petroleum to 136.4 million common shares, which is valued roughly at $7.2 billion. Now, also, it's important to note that Berkshire's holdings alone represent more than 13% of Occidental Petroleum's outstanding shares currently, so it's a very sizable position. And not only do they own 136.4 million shares, but they also hold warrants to buy roughly 84 million more shares at an exercise price, just around 60 bucks per share. So that is something to note as well. So a significant position in Occidental Petroleum. And it is something to note that those warrants were obtained in part by Berkshire's um, helping of the financing of Occidental's purchase of Anadarko in 2019. So Warren Buffett and Berkshire, they've been involved with Occidental Petroleum for quite a while, but they've recently started buying an absolute crap ton of the stock over the course of the past year, um, and they continue to add even this week. Now, shifting into our final headline of the day, Amazon closing the deal to buy MGM Movie Studios. So, Amazon on Thursday today announced that they have closed their $8.5 billion deal to buy MGM. You know, the uh, studio behind Rocky and James Bond, that studio, major historical studio within the movie space. Now, it is important to note that MGM staff will be joining Amazon under Mike Hopkins, who's the Senior Vice President of Prime Video in Amazon Studios. 
Amazon also said that they do not plan on laying anyone off from MGM. The whole entire team is going to join the Amazon team. It's also important to note that this comes just after the U.S. Federal Trade Commission decided not to challenge Amazon's acquisition and the European Commission on Tuesday approved the deal. So, Amazon closing the deal to buy MGM Movie Studios. Now, shifting away from Amazon, our final headline of the day, the biggest headline of the day. Really, it's not a headline. It's a rumor, but it is something to note. Spotify, according to the Financial Times, is drawing up plans to join the NFT digital collectibles industry. They're planning on getting into the NFT space. So, according to the Financial Times, Spotify actually has job listings out there for projects related to Web3, but Spotify has not yet um, decided to actually comment. They declined the comment on its NFT plans, but from what it looks like, uh, according to job listings and other key factors, it seems, according to reports, that Spotify is planning on getting into the blockchain world and more specifically the NFT industry. So that is something to note, and it's just another example of further adoption within the NFT space. But either way, that is the running with the money briefing for today. In the meantime, go get my boys over at Pounding the Table a listen and a follow anywhere you listen to podcasts, literally anywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Also, please go and give me and my team a follow at Running With The Money on Instagram and Facebook or just follow me on Twitter. In the meantime, Eastly Profit, trade on, and I will see you tomorrow. <laughs> 